This is the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast with Kristen Burgess, and we're bringing in the good guys and beating up the bad guys in episode number 106. Welcome to the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast, the tips, tools, and straight talk you want for pregnancy, childbirth, and bringing up baby. And now your host, Kristen Burgess. Hi, it's Kristen from naturalbirthandbabycare.com. This week, we're going to talk about a topic that I have found intensely fascinating over the past few years, which is the microbiome. But before we jump into my family's journey or quest or battle for the microbiome, I want to tell you about something that I am really excited about this week. This week, we have this year's Ultimate Healthy Living Bundle available. It is available for this week only. For those of you who are listening, that's September 21st through 26th in 2016. If you're listening to this in the future, I'm sorry, but if you're listening to this right now, you want to go ahead and check it out. You can take a look at it at birthbabylife.com slash bundle. That's birthbabylife.com slash bundle. And I, I'll just go ahead and spill the beans right now. Mama Baby Birthing is included in this year's bundle. So along with everything else that you're going to get to help you with a healthy pregnancy, a healthy baby, a healthy family, a healthier and happier you, you also get Mama Baby Birthing. And it's all for $29.97. Mama Baby Birthing usually sells for $97. So I think that's a pretty awesome opportunity to jump in and get my full online childbirth class. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can go check it out for yourself. Um, Mama Baby Birthing is in there. You also get a lot of cool bonuses. Like, And when I say bonuses, I mean these are things that come to your house, like free laundry detergent, free herbal tinctures, free tooth powder, free muscle bombs, all kinds of stuff. I'll tell you more about it at the end of the podcast episode, but I want to make sure that you know about it right now so that you can take a look. You can check it out. I mean, there's, there's even a book that that I'm really interested in on balancing your hormones. And Katie from Wellness Mama wrote that book to help you no matter where you are, trying to conceive, pregnant, breastfeeding, postpartum, just hoping to get your life back on track and feel like you have more energy in every day. That's one of my favorites that's included in the bundle. There's a lot more. Again, I'll tell you more about it in detail at the end of the podcast episode. But if you want to check it out right now, go to birthbabylife.com bundle. Again, that's birthbabylife.com slash bundle. Check it out. With that, let's talk about the microbiota and the battle that my family has gone through for the microbiome. I, I guess one of the reasons why I find the microbiota so fascinating is because pregnancy and birth, which are obviously topics that I feel super passionate about, are a time where we can do a lot to influence the microbiome. And where I believe the microbiome plays a huge role. I think it plays a role in helping us feel energetic, balanced, minimizing or even avoiding morning sickness early in pregnancy. It plays a role in nutrient absorption throughout pregnancy. It plays a role in the immune system throughout pregnancy. Obviously very important. And it also plays a huge role because when our baby comes through the birth canal baby is colonized. I've done I've done podcast episodes where I've really explored this in depth and how this works for your baby. I can link to those in the show notes so you can go back and listen to them. But essentially, the moment and moments after birth are 
wide open windows of opportunity for your baby to be colonized by good gut bacteria. And that colonization has a lifelong impact on your baby. I, I'm of two, two kinds of minds when I think of lifelong impact because I am definitely a person who favors standing up, taking responsibility, making your life what you want to make it, you know, just taking life by the reins. And I, I mean, I've, I throw in a good measure of prayer there. I want to make sure I'm in the Lord's will. But, you know, taking life by the reins. And if you want something, you go for it. You make it happen. You be intentional about it. Uh, so on the one hand, I'm there. But on the other hand, I feel like birth pregnancy, birth, you have an amazing opportunity to lay a foundation for your child in so many ways. In fact, I've got a blog post um, that's that's come out this week where I talk about why is natural birth the best? Why is it so important? If you haven't seen that post yet, definitely check it out. I'll include it in the show notes. But I talk about, you know, that um, just the importance on so many levels of pregnancy and birth and the importance of what you establish for your baby. Um, so, you know, on the one hand, I'm like, go get it. It doesn't matter where you've come from or what your life was before this or what disadvantages or advantages you had. You can do what you want to do. But I think also as conscientious parents, part of us, we want to do everything we can for our children. We want to give them the best, at least the best physical start possible. And I think also the best emotional start we want. I, I personally want to instill this mindset in my kids that, you know, be a go-getter kind of thing. Be a winner if you fail. Get up, dust yourself off, learn the lesson and move forward. Fail forward is a term that's often bandied around in the business world. But again, I'm going down a rabbit trail here, y'all, and I'm kind of sorry about that, but kind of not. Anyways, so I, I think that the microbiome is important for us to focus on because it is one of those gifts that we as parents can give our kids to give them a little bit of an, a little bit of an advantage and a little bit of a head start. So the microbiome is intensely interesting to me because it has that impact on pregnancy, birth, and baby. But I also find it very interesting, very intriguing, because it's very much a home issue for my family. And I thought I would share a little bit of my family's story when it comes to battling for the microbiome and the consequences that we saw from that, um, both intended and unintended, and even the unintended consequences were good. So this is overall a positive podcast. And then I'll talk to you a little bit more about practical steps you can take from here. So when I first began to look into the microbiome, I didn't, I didn't really completely understand what I was looking into because it started many, many years ago when my now 13-year-old son was just a little guy, like one and two years old, and he was showing some signs that made us worried that he was possibly on the autism spectrum, maybe higher up, more Asperger's level, but we were concerned about it. And we had him evaluated, and he actually qualified for a special needs preschool program with our local public school because it was the it was the school system that did the evaluations. And ultimately, I decided that I just I didn't want to put him in that environment because that wasn't what I wanted for my kids. But I began to really study what could I do at home to help him. Uh, and I did a whole lot, like practical stuff. In fact, the team from the school, they observed him in the school setting. Um, they observed him kind of, we, we got to watch through one of those um, 
one of those two-way mirrors and everything. But they also came to our home and observed him in the home. And they were, uh, I I felt, I kind of gave myself a pat on the back because I was what most people considered a poor young mom, kind of dismissed. But the ladies told me they were impressed by everything that I had put in place for him already to kind of help support him. And anyway, so, but along with those practical things that I had put in place, I started researching diet. And if you've done any research into autism spectrum issues, you know that diet is one of the things that has been talked about actually for a long time now. And I think that especially now, um, that's so, in fact, there's an entire class in the bundle from an author who I actually got her book. So I'm really excited to go through her class because I bought her book many years ago when I was concerned about Asher, but she's got an entire, um, like an entire class conference session on helping kids who are on the autism spectrum and who struggle with ADD and things like that. Uh, And you would still, I don't know, you would still definitely say that Asher hits on the ADD spectrum. We've never, we've never sought a diagnosis. I'm certain we could get one. Um, But again, I just, I've been reluctant for those diagnoses for various reasons, but he could get it. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to go back and really refresh myself with her materials. But again, um, so that's kind of where my journey started. And today, if we look back even at what there was then about the diet, which if you know anything about the autism world is often called the um, GFCF diet or gluten-free, casein-free diet because it's free of of uh, grains, glutens, and also free of caseins, which is milk proteins. So it's basically a kind of a, well, not a grain-free diet, but a wheat-free diet. Um, Rice, oats, those were typically considered okay, especially rice. Uh, And then, but, and no dairy products. So I love milk. So that one was really hard for me, but I was willing to try for his sake to see if it would make a difference. And I actually think that it did. And one of the rationales for the diet at that point was that those sorts of things uh, in the gut can kind of turn into substances that act a little bit more like opiates and the mind kind of make the mind go crazy. And it's interesting to look back on that now and especially with what we've learned really just in the past decade since I was doing all that research about the microbiome um, and about those good bacteria. And one of the things that we've seen in children on the autism spectrum is that their guts are consistently not like those of children who would be considered not on the spectrum. And that's really intriguing because when we look at what does a gluten-free, casein-free diet do, uh, it helps to heal the gut. And so that was kind of my first foray into what would what I understand now to be a gut healing protocol. And there's much more that I would do now, like introducing probiotics and things. And I do think that there were there was discussion of that at that point in my life. I was a pretty poor young mom, and I couldn't afford a lot of probiotic supplements, but I could certainly be um, proactive about what I made sure that my son didn't eat. So that was where I focused. Now, if I were doing the same again, i definitely go for the probiotics. And actually, what, what came next was with Scott. So Scott is, he has a, a definite gluten sensitivity. I would say a gluten intolerance. 
He can eat some gluten-containing things here and there at this point, but if he overdoes it, he has horrible side effects, um, digestive side effects, and also he has really bad gout flare-ups. His gout flare-ups, contrary to popular belief, are not related to fats, but they are most definitely related to glutens and, and sugar overindulgence, especially grain product type things. So we knew that he had that going on, and actually when Scott and I first married, he, he pretty much could not eat any gluten whatsoever um, without having side effects. Now we can have a loaf of homemade bread like once a week or so, and he's typically okay, but again, any more than that. And if we decide to really splurge and do something super naughty like have pasta and bread in the same night, which happens once in a great while, but it does happen sometimes. He usually suffers for it, so I try not to do that. But anyways, like I said, when we first married, he couldn't have gluten at all without having bad reactions. And so our focus was really on how can we heal his gut. And by that point, um, I won't go into our entire family story now, but Scott got me with three kids already in tow. I don't remember if I've ever shared our family story on a podcast or not. So if I haven't, y'all can shoot me an email and let me know that I need to do that at some point. But Scott got me with three kids in the in the mix, and he's he actually adopted our kids a couple years after we got married. So they're all Burgesses. But anyways, um, so I was already used to eating a gluten-free diet because I had taken Asher off of gluten oh a year or two prior to to Scott and I getting married. So. I was familiar with it, and it wasn't hard to do. It wasn't a hard adjustment for me to make. In fact, now I feel completely unafraid about most dietary challenges or changes. I might mourn losing something in the diet, but I typically feel feel pretty unafraid because I've gone through so many dietary changes for our family's sake, and we have survived, and uh, and, and it has worked well um, for the most part. So I'm not scared, but at that point, I wasn't worried about gluten. But we really wanted to do a lot to be able to heal Scott's gut because he also struggled with insulin sensitivity. He still really does struggle with insulin sensitivity. We're at we're at kind of a frustrating point right now um, of trying to balance what we know helps him, which is a ketogenic diet, and also balancing his energy levels, which he finds start to lack after a few weeks on a ketogenic diet. So anyways, that's another story. But basically... We knew at that point that we needed to heal his gut and we needed to deal with the insulin sensitivity. And so I started looking into the GAPS diet. We never went all the way to GAPS stage one, but we pulled a lot of principles in from the GAPS diet. And again, uh, one of the reasons why I'm talking about this now is because this year's Ultimate Healthy Living Bundle has a ton of information, classes, books, on the microbiota, on probiotics, and even a step-by-step how to go through the GAPS diet. If you need deep healing, it is an excellent thing to to use for that. Um, but again, we I looked into the GAPS diet. This was right after Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride had written um, about the GAPS diet. So it was really at the beginning of, of figuring all of that out. But there were some helpful resources, some Yahoo groups, and things like that. So um, what we did was we went to kind of a modified GAPS diet because Scott didn't want to do 
the whole thing, but we started introducing a whole lot of bone broths. We tried to take as much grains as possible out of the diet, and we were pretty successful with that. Um, one of the things that we had kind of focused on, especially for Asher, was we did a lot of rice and a lot of potatoes, and I tried to cut down on those even because of Scott's insulin sensitivity. And, uh, and we did, actually, I should mention that for Asher, we did end up reintroducing dairy when we had a source of good quality pastured milk uh, and then raw milk, but we started with just vat pasteurized milk from grass-fed cows and yogurts and kefir, though we didn't start the kefir till later, but yogurts, and those those worked well for him without any side effects, um, and we never really have done commercial grocery store milk since then, though sometimes we'll buy commercially produced yogurt. Anyways, so we did have some dairy, but tried to keep it very low for Scott, especially mostly cheese, not fluid milk, and things like that. Um, and we worked on really, I think that made a huge difference, and I think that he felt it made a huge difference. I think that one of the things that we're missing now is I would send literally a thermos of warm salted broth with him, homemade bone broth, to work every day. And since he has left corporate America, um, he hasn't had that every day, and that's one of the things that I want to start trying to remember is to give him a mug of of broth at lunch or something because I really think the healing properties of that just the mineral richness and the soothing properties of the gelatin and everything help to heal the gut so we saw Scott lose weight we saw his energy come up his blood pressure lowered dramatically uh, he, he had been taking high blood pressure medication once we made these dietary changes he was able to discontinue that medication and hasn't had to go back onto it since then even with um, ridiculous stress also related to layoffs and all of that sort of thing that our family has endured for the past couple of years. Uh, he hasn't had to go back on it. And he just felt overall better. No no gout flare-ups. Um, again, lots of direct gut healing benefits. Not so many issues in the bathroom and that sort of thing. So we saw a lot of benefits from that. I also felt like we saw benefits with our baby Corwin, who was baby number six, and came along after we had really started these things, and I had really started exploring probiotics, and he was uh, he was a pretty laid-back baby, pretty happy. Honor, our fifth baby, was super cranky until she hit about a year old, and so I kind of actively looked for ways, are there things that I can do, things that I can work on to maybe help my baby feel happier and more settled when I was pregnant with Corwin? And I, I was studying the microbiota, starting to understand the microbiome, though my understanding of it has increased a lot since then. Um, but I really felt like being very conscious of the microbiome helped a lot with Corwin. And one of the things that I did with Corwin, y'all have heard me talk about it before, especially if you're in Mama Baby Birthing, is I did internal work from the pink kit. And when I did that work, um, it's basically kind of a more in-depth perennial massage and I did it with a little bit of yogurt to kind of help moisten my fingers sprinkled with a little bit of extra probiotic powder and I used that uh, to be the lubricant to help moisten everything and I believe that that made a big difference in the birth canal being ready for Corwin to come down it was already populated with good bacteria so to speak and so when he was born, he was a pretty laid back little guy. Now, I've had seven kids, 
And I'll say that I don't think that Sadie was as laid back. I also don't think I was as vigilant with doing the internal work with the yogurt either. So maybe there is something to it. Um, but I do think that part of its personality, Corwin is still uh, a laid back little kid. But also Sadie's getting to the point now where she's kind of laid back too. Not quite as intense as she was as a new baby. And then I had Brennan. Brennan was my third baby. And he was my easiest, sweetest, most happy-go-lucky baby by far. And still... Um, even now, 11 years past his babyhood, he's still pretty happy-go-lucky, and I think a lot of it does have to do with temperament. I don't want to discount that, but I think that part of Corwin's being settled, and also he just thrived. He was a big, sturdy, healthy baby, um, and I wasn't really doing anything different dietary-wise except being really conscious of the microbiota of getting that good bacteria in, and I think that he got a lot of those benefits from my milk. And that's, I mean, that's a, I think it's a lot to say coming in for a sixth baby when usually they say that, oh, the mom's depleted and the baby is going to see some effects. But he has been a big, healthy, beautiful baby. He is, he's still a big, healthy, beautiful three and a half year old now. So I think that that really just benefited him a lot. And Sadie has also been not quite so happy, but big and healthy and thriving. Um, and I believe that all of our conscious work on healing guts, because we were focusing on healing Asher's gut, healing Scott's gut, but the side effect was the entire family ate like that. So everybody got those benefits in there. Everybody got those gut healing benefits. Um, so again, there was, uh, you know, there was kind of these side benefits and one of the biggest benefits, and I think one of the most powerful testimonies for our family for embarking on this kind of gut healing adventure that's been winding around for years and, and developing and maturing as our understanding matured. But when I fell pregnant with Sadie, I had been really focusing for several months on, on just healing Scott's gut because we had gone through a move when I was pregnant with Corwin. We had gotten into a new house. Things had been crazy and then I'd had a newborn and I felt like even though I was being conscientious for me as much as possible, I had started letting things slide and I wanted to get back to that um, and I wanted to get some healing going in. And we were experimenting again with the ketogenic diet for Scott at that point, which he responded very positively to. But we were kind of trying to tweak it to make sure that he had the energy that he needed with several weeks of, um, of being in a ketogenic state. And one of the things that I was trying was smoothies. And I was making like these super probiotic smoothies. And we also learned about something called resistant starch which our bodies can't digest, but probiotic bacteria love them. So I was making I was making probiotic smoothies that had resistant starch in them. So basically it was like a complete meal <laughs> for good bacteria. And I was making these almost every single morning. And I made a blender full, which Scott drank half of, and then there was still half left over. So I drank the other half. And I fell pregnant with Sadie during that time. And you probably heard this story if you've listened to my morning sickness podcast, which I'll link to. And I'll also link to my uh, Ultimate Guide to a Fabulous Pregnancy because I have a recipe for a probiotic smoothie with resistant starch in that 
blog post. It's really, I saying blog post, I feel like doesn't do it surface because it's an epic guide to having a fabulous pregnancy. But that recipe is in there so you can look at that and I'll link to it. Um, and I, I made them with berries pretty much just the same as it is there because we were, again, we were trying to keep Scott in a ketogenic state. So very low carbohydrate fruit. But anyways, it was just the resistant starch really boosted things. And so it was a side effect for me to really have a very healthy, healthy microbiota, healthy gut. It was getting reinforced every day. One of the things that I've learned is that if you are wanting to take probiotics to have benefits, it it tends to be kind of a lifelong thing because if you've if your body has been populated with non-optimal bacteria, which is the case for many of us, I was born by cesarean, if you were born by cesarean, or if you were born in a typical hospital situation when most of us were young, it wasn't be, be put right on your mom's skin to skin. It wasn't be breastfed right away. So you were exposed to gut bacteria that came from sitting in the hospital bassinet and on the hospital scale and on the nurse's hands and everything like that. And then, again, if you were a typical child of the 80s or 90s or whatever, like I am, you probably got a lot of antibiotics, which wipe out bacteria. And it's, it's hard for that good bacteria to take hold. So supplementing with probiotics every day, certainly while you're preparing to conceive or even thinking about conceiving, while you're pregnant, while you're breastfeeding, I would definitely supplement continuously throughout those times. And supplementing probiotics does not necessarily mean taking a probiotic, though I think that doing so is a good idea. There's another book in the bundle called A Mother's Guide to Probiotics, which details some brands. I think they're all good brands. She actually doesn't have one of my favorite brands, which is Seeking Health, in there. But the book is fabulous, step-by-step introduction to probiotics. She gives several regimes for for supplementation that I think are very sensible and including brand-specific ones, which I know is something many moms find really helpful. I like that she includes several different brands because I think that it's good over time to vary it up from time to time. So you take a course of a particular brand for a few months, then switch it up and, and get another brand. Um, and she also talks about supplementing for our children too and how to do that responsibly responsibly and intelligently. It's just a great guide all around. But anyways, um, I you can do that, you know, supplementing with the probiotic powders or probiotic capsules. I think that's a good idea. And you'll see in my probiotic smoothie recipe that I actually opened caps of probiotics and added those into the smoothie, which again, I think is a good idea. But it doesn't necessarily just mean that. So don't get scared by the cost of that. It can mean lacto-fermented foods like yogurt or like kefir, or if you're trying to avoid dairy, it can be things like traditionally prepared sauerkraut or kimchi or even something like beet kvass or kombucha tea. So there's, and that's actually, it's funny ladies, I'm sorry to keep going back to the bundle, but the reason I chose to do this particular um podcast episode this week is because there's so much in the bundle to support a healthy microbiome. So two of the bonuses for the bundled physical products that actually come to your door are um, a bag of kombucha tea blend from Get Kombucha and also a month's supply of kombucha pro liquid probiotics, which was a bonus for the bundle last year. And I really liked that particular supplement. So I was excited to see them back this year. Now for a lot of those bonuses, you do pay shipping. I want you to be aware of that, but the actual product itself is free. So those kombucha things 
are free. I mean, but you can do a homemade kombucha tea. So there are many, many options that you can do at home very inexpensively. We make our own kefir at home. It's super easy. It takes a very minor investment, like five bucks to buy the milk kefir grains. You can order them on Amazon mail order, or if you've got a friend who's making it, you can ask her for for some of her grain culture. But basically, you can start with some sort of probiotic foods relatively easy and inexpensively. Think that's how people in the past preserve their foods. And that, that lacto-fermentation process is what builds up the good bacteria. And then you can have those foods every day. And I believe that you should have those foods every day. They tend to be condiments. Think about sauerkraut and stuff like that. We don't eat them for main meals. They're a condiment that you enjoy on the side. But they are condiments that do so much for your gut. Kimchi is one of my favorites. I just love kimchi, especially when I'm pregnant. Um, but again, going back to my own story, when I fell pregnant with Sadie, I'd been having these smoothies and I continued having them every morning. And lo and behold, after having morning sickness that got progressively worse with each baby, I had no morning sickness with Sadie. I did have some fatigue still, um, but I had no morning sickness. It was almost surreal for me. And after learning what I've learned now, I firmly believe that it was those probiotic smoothies that really helped. And I think that they also really helped Sadie get a great start in life, get a, I mean, even right from the get-go in the womb, because my body was just able to absorb nutrients and all of that. Um, And I just, I feel like it it was a really good thing. And I'm really grateful that that little hidden benefit happened to kind of cascade into my life. So I just... I think it's a good thing to look at how important healing the gut is, how important battling for the microbiome is, and just adding this um, into your your life. I think you can only see benefits, which is why I share our family's story. And I hope that by touching on the many different ways that I feel like it's impacted our family, you can see a little bit of your own story and a little bit of your own health in that. One of the things that I've read, I read recently was something, it was a quote and I can't remember where it came from, so I can't quote the author, but it was a quote talking about, uh, if we focus first on healing the human body, then we will focus on healing the earth. And I believe that if we, as mothers especially, and you daddies who are listening too, But if we focus on healing our own bodies, uh, we heal our bodies. And then another quote um, that came, this came from a Michigan midwife, I think, but I can't remember who it is. Anyways, again, she says, heal birth, heal the earth. And I would like to just kind of combine those two quotes and say, if we focus on healing our bodies, healing the human body, healing our children, and also healing ourselves, we go a long way towards healing birth and healing all the processes that should happen around there, especially as we become conscious. And we also heal the earth. Because what we realize when we work on healing our bodies, and we look at things like the microbiota, we look at things like the food that nourishes our body, rather than just being dead food that doesn't help, or food that deadens our microbiota and the rest of our body systems, what we do is we gain an awareness. We say, I need to eat living foods and I need to eat foods that are grown in a sustainable way, that are grown in non-depleted soils. And that cascades 
into a healthier body and conscious thinking and thinking, what do I need to do to give my baby, my child, bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, the best start. And that's, I want to eat well. I want to have a healthy microbiome. I want my baby to have a healthy microbiome. I don't want hands on my baby right at birth. I want to bring my baby up after as natural a birth as possible onto my chest. I want to let my baby nurse from my rich nourishing breast milk, which contains its own prebiotics, which helps nourish the probiotic bacteria that are trying to establish in my baby's gut. I want this to be a hands-off time from other people so that only my hands are on, so that my good bacteria is what's populating my baby. You know, that so that whole heal my body cascades into that awareness, into that intentionality to, I don't even know if that's a word, y'all, but anyways, that intention to to protect and guard our babies and give them the best start in life. And then, of course, you can probably already see how all of this consciousness cascades into healing the earth because we don't want the tons of antibiotics. We don't want the environmental things that are hurting the good bacteria, that are hurting us, that are hurting our children. And so it all cascades into basically healing everything. And I'm I'm not like a really a utopian dreamer at all by nature, except when it comes to my family and imagining warm, cozy, peaceful nights by the fire, picturing books or reading books and, and, and with birth. I do picture a time, ladies, when birth can be about mamas and babies again. But, you know, I'm not really a big utopian dreamer because I think we have a lot of problems to overcome. But I can see where if many of you uh, kind of join and take hands with me and we become intentional about healing our own bodies and we become intentional about making life better for our children, healing our children's bodies or ideally giving our children that from the start so that there's not healing or if something like antibiotics are needed because they can be life-saving. We're conscientious about what we need to do to take those next steps to helping our child or ourselves recover after that and helping that good bacteria recover you know we just we come together and we do this consciously and intentionally and I can't see it not making a difference it makes a difference for us for our well-being for our energy levels just for how we feel for how much weight we carry for everything it just impacts every part of our lives and then it impacts our children's lives and it impacts our communities and our friends and the people that we talk to and hopefully eventually our world So I just, I guess I can just see all of that in there and it's exciting to me. So I wanted to share it with you. Like I said, I wanted to come back and remind you of the bundle. You've heard me mention several resources in the bundle. Of course, Mama Baby Birthing is in there and I do talk about the microbiome and the microbiota and everything in in Mama Baby Birthing and especially I talk about guarding those early moments with your baby on how to work with your baby during your birthing time so that you feel calm and ready to welcome and bond with him or her and you have no interventions interrupting that. That's included in the bundle. Again, you can find out more about the bundle um, at birthbabylife.com slash UHLB. That actually, or or, excuse me, that'll work, but also birthbabylife.com slash bundle. Both of those URLs work. That will take you to kind of my secret tips page for the best of the bundle where you get to see what it is that I love out of this year's bundle. But like I said, there's a lot of bonuses that are going to come to your door. You get a free 64 load laundry detergent bottle and a bottle of fabric softener. Mrs. Meyer's brand, which is a nice conscientious natural brand from Grove Collaborative. I've been using Grove for a year now. I love them. They send you a box of natural products every month. It's kind of customized to you and what you want. 
They give suggestions. It's an intelligent service, so they know if you bought a bar of soap last month. Well, two months from now, you might need another bar of soap. It's very intelligent, but it's all personal care and household products. They're all high-quality brands that are focused on being friendly to the environment and friendly to you and your little ones. I love Grove. Again, I love how easy it is to change what's coming in the box, how easy it is to get a box sent early if I need it, how easy it is to you know make sure that the box doesn't have much if we need to watch the budget that month, but especially because I'm a very busy mom, how easy it is to get affordably priced natural products delivered to my doorstep. And their customer service team is also amazing. So anyways, you get the laundry detergent and the fabric softener from them. Um, along with a few other goodies and you'll also see a post from me kind of highlighting some of the things that I've been trying from them recently later this week so watch for that. You get a two ounce tincture from Trilight Health out of their best sellers. Their formulas are pregnancy safe which is really nice and I have actually used Trilight tinctures since uh, my kids were really really little so I love and trust them. Um, you get a maca powder, an 8-ounce maca powder from the maca team. If you are looking for hormone balancing, maca powder is something that I often add to Scott and my smoothies because it's good for balancing male and female hormones, just giving energy. It's, it's really helpful. And if you're trying to conceive right now, that's definitely a bonus you're going to want to get. You get a 1-ounce jar of Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder from Primal Life Organics. They actually make the their products after you order. So when you get them, you're getting like handmade, locally locally sourced, like isn't local to the United States, but handmade products from Primal Life Organics. And they have a lot more than just the tooth powder. So you can check out everything they've got. You get a $15 gift card towards any Perfect Brand product. I like Perfect Brand's supplements. I actually ordered a different supplement this year than the one that I usually recommend for moms and mama baby birthing. I ordered one of their supplements geared towards helping with energy levels, and I've just started that. So I'm eager to see uh, what kind of a difference it makes over the next week or so. But I often recommend mama baby birthing students get their liver supplement. They have a perfect products desiccated liver, um, which is about the same price as the gift card. So you can get it, and that's a really easy thing to take if you're worried about iron levels or, again, also very helpful with energy levels. It is an excellent supplement if you can't stomach liver. There are a few more things, too. You get a free natural mineral makeup eyeshadow trio. I don't wear makeup, so this one wasn't as interesting to me. But if you do, then it's completely natural, which I think is awesome. Again, caring for your body, caring for your baby or your babies or your future baby. It just it helps you to be a healthier mom. You get a free six-month, I couldn't believe that, six-month meal planning membership to Meal Garden always helpful. A free Be Cool Muscle Balm stick, so something in there for daddy to love. Rub that on and give him a good massage. Um, Also a natural lip balm combo. I mentioned earlier both of the gifts from um, Get Kombucha, the kombucha tea blend and the liquid probiotics. Plus there's some digital guides to detoxing, mindful eating, healthy living, and workouts from Experience Life. And a $15 store credit to Bloom Naturals. I love Bloom Naturals. It's actually Bloom that has helped me develop my protocol to recommend to mamas with itchy bellies. And they have lots of different options. I actually went ahead and got their Nourish Baby Wash 
because I wanted something baby. And I love that. And then also, uh, Bloom recommended to me to get the lip and eye cream to test out basically as a moisturizer cream. And that, along with, like I said, they gave me a full protocol, which is on kind of summarized on the, on the secret tips page for dealing with itchy skin, either itchy baby bellies or if you've got any itchy skin on your kids ideas for that and then you put the cream on top basically on top of that protocol which is very natural focused hydration healthy foods and that sort of thing so it's a great little tip those are all the physical bonuses that come in the bundle of course i've already mentioned mama baby birthing a couple of times plus you get bonuses for me if you order through my link again birthbabylife.com slash bundle that will take you to the information you need for my bonuses but you get the build a babe workshop which has become kind of an annual workshop for bundle people it'll be updated for 2016 with all of the latest information on how to grow a healthy baby this year we're doing a new workshop called solids supplements and supper time Two: feeding your child for optimal health so that's going to tell you what you need to do to feed your little one so again we're looking forward to this generational health and i'm also this isn't live but i'm going to give you a copy of the smart mama's guide to vaccines class so you'll have lifetime access to the class and we've recently had it fully transcribed so you get the transcript too so those three bonuses are bonuses you get exclusively from me if you want to check that out and then i'll just highlight a couple of other things because i know that we're getting close to the 40-minute mark here, and uh, and I'm just excited about it, so I want to let you check it out. But like I mentioned, Katie from Wellness Mama has the Natural Hormone Balance Guide. I think that that is an excellent value. It's going to be helpful to any mom, especially if you're struggling with energy levels. It's going to help you out. There's the Mother's Guide to Probiotics, the Heal Your Gut Summit, Heal Your Microbiome, Optimize Your Health. That's actually the book that I'm digging into for my family first. Healing Patiently is a book that talks about the GAPS diet. There is a whole lot of information um, on the paleo diet. There are a lot of recipe things. There's one book called The Freezer to Skillet book where you literally take your freezer meal, put it in one skillet. I love that concept. It's just, can I go from freezer to skillet? Yes, please. Uh, there is There are a couple of cookbooks on using a pressure cooker or an Instapot because that's that's gotten pretty big this year, pretty popular this year. So if you're interested in that, that's there. There are a few books if you're interested in growing your own food, producing your own food. Um, there's a couple guides for chickens and there's a book on planning the family garden. I'm actually going to sit down with Galen, my almost eight-year-old, and go through the worksheets in that book because he's gotten really into gardening. So I'm going to let him help me plan next year's garden going through that book. Um, and then there's also an entire course on home canning safely, which is something that I think sometimes we're really interested in, but also worry about a little bit. Uh, there's plenty of books on for women's health this year, so targeted on healing your hormones, targeted on getting yourself in balance. There's a book targeted specifically on dealing with insulin resistance, if that's something you struggle with. If you're looking towards conceiving uh, or conceiving again, even in a year or two, now is the time to check out this bundle because there is so much on balancing hormones. There's so much on healthy eating. There's also a lot on, on greening your clean, having a healthy environment, detoxing your home environment. These are all things that are really important if you've got young children or if you're thinking about another pregnancy. So again, I there is so much in the bundle. It's packed with value, but those are really the things that I think are 
good things to focus on if you are at the stage of life where you're thinking about becoming pregnant, where you're pregnant, where you're parenting little kids. These are really the strong points for the bundle. And like I said, that page, birthbabylife.com slash bundle, really highlights my tips for helping you make the most of the bundle for where you are in your life right now. And I will go ahead and sign off here so that you can check that out. Don't forget to take a look, birthbabylife.com slash bundle. And with that, I will talk to you next week, and I hope that you have a blessed week. Thanks for listening to the Birth, Baby, and Life podcast with Kristen Burgess. For great resources and tons more info, visit www.birthbabylife.com. Visit www.birthbabylife.com.